0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
1: ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. Were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Planet Logic. Today's episode, the Texas Insider Show from October 31st, 2020, brought to you by LucasArtist.com. Representing experienced entertainment professionals you can count on for your special occasion. Trust your event to the pros at lucasartists.com. I'm Lynn Woolley, the Secretary of Logic and the pilot of the podcast. Joining host Jim Cardle from the studios of Austin's KJCE Talk 1370, where this program airs at noon on Saturday and on the following Sunday on KSEV in Houston at 5 p.m. On today's show... On the final Insider Show before Election Day, we look at the latest trends and discuss the Hunter Biden scandal, why it's ignored by mainstream media, and the strong possibility of violence in big cities, especially if Donald Trump wins. Four Austin council members are demanding the somewhat defunded Austin police protect Black Lives Matter and Antifa from those dreaded white supremacists. We're joined by Congressman Michael McCall. And Travis County Commissioner Gerald Doherty. All that and more on the Texas Insider Show with host Jim Cardle and me, Lynn Woolley, coming right after this message. Clocks have faces and hands, just like human beings, and like people, they can do evil things. Find out more in my new book, The Clock Tower and Other Stories, from Planet Logic Press. This is Lynn Woolley. You'll find 19 tantalizing tales of suspense, fantasy, and science fiction in my new collection, now available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and abebooks.com. Order it now. The Clock Tower and other stories.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this weekend's edition of the Texas Insider Show with Jim Cardle and Lynn Woolley, and happy last weekend in October... Both on Talk 1370, The Right Choice here in Austin, and 700 a.m., the Talk of Texas over in Houston. It is the last weekend, folks. The election is finally, finally upon us. We've got Donald Trump doing 14 appearances in the next 48 hours. As far as I can tell, Joe Biden's doing a total of about three, all in the state of Pennsylvania. We had the economy surging figures come out the other day as Americans are probably feeling a little bit better about their pocketbook. We got more Hunter Biden stuff is still being determined whether that's going to have an impact on the election or not. But people are turning out in record numbers. Lynn Woolley, the election is upon us. And how in the heck are you doing today? Well,
1: I'm nervous, as you might expect, Jim. I don't know. The, the, can the polls be wrong two years in a row? But Texas' early voting count, not counting yesterday, I have the figures through Thursday, was at 9,009,850. That has surpassed the total number of people who voted in all of 2016. There is so much at stake in this election. Do you want to go back to a, a booming economy do you want to continue to build a border wall and control immigration, or do you want to shut down the country again by a guy who's 47 years in federal government, he's never signed the front of a paycheck and doesn't know what it's like to have a business that gets shut down by government? So that's the choice the people have to make.
2: Yeah, and we've got some of that coming right here on our own doorstep in Congressional District 10, running from North Austin over to the a uh, Houston suburb of Katy with Congressman Michael McCall who's been a guest before and is out rallying the troops around Central Texas. Michael McCall, what are you up to today and how are things going?
3: Hey Jim, how are you doing? Um I just got out, out of a uh, rally at the Travis County Republican Party headquarters. Uh and we had a, a great group of uh, young Kids that are going door to door knocking right now, and mm-hmm. you know we're not uh, we're not letting up. We're, we're fighting to the very end here. And uh, you're talking about early voting. I got to tell you, the numbers are looking really good for Republicans. And in fact, uh, you know, last election, forty thousand Republicans stayed home. Uh, I can tell you that's not happening this election. Okay. People are energized and they are voting, and we're going to see even a bigger turnout for Republicans on Election Day. And, and everybody's
2: been worried about the turnout. I personally don't think it's going to be necessarily favorable either way to Republicans or Democrats, because four years ago, Donald Trump brought out tens of millions of Americans who had never voted before. I think this year, with all these record numbers, he's bringing out more voters. Michael McCall, you had um, an opponent who is called himself a proud red diaper baby on the texas insider (laughs) website we ran this the other day mr siegel is is an example of an out-of-state democrat who's trying to bring some of these liberal policies right here to texas tell us about uh, how he's sinking in across central texas Well,
3: you know we 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 talk a lot about socialism i gotta tell you this it's in his own words jim i'm not money's uh, candidates that makes up stuff i mean exactly. and this is in his own words he um his father was a member of the communist working party in, in oakland he's from the san francisco bay area and he's uh toasting his parents at a lawyers guild event and i'm not kidding you know, we got it on tape he says you know mom dad i was proud to have been born a red diaper baby and mom you're just like uh, the Shay Shay Guevara, who's fidel castro's executioner mm-hmm. and then he says dad you're just like the fidel like fidel castro so he's comparing uh, his parents to communists in, in a proud way um to me this is it's just, unbelievable as i chaired the, chair the china task force's the juxtaposition the contrast between two candidates could can be more stark uh when his dad's praising chairman mao and I'm literally attacking the Chinese Communist Party for for COVID and for their uh, you know what they've done to the world.
2: And and also on throw on top of that, you've got Joe Biden saying he's going to quote unquote transition away from oil and gas. People don't realize oh the ink in your pens, your cell phones, your computers are made from plastics, which is a byproduct of oil and gas. How are folks reacting to the quote-unquote transition to get away and eliminate the oil and gas industry?
3: Well, you know, in my opponent proudly boasts that he's going to join the squad uh, when he gets elected. And uh, he's a proud uh, proponent of the, the new Green Deal or Green New Deal, which will destroy thousands of energy jobs in my district. And, and let's, this is a, Texas is the capital of energy, right? Yes. The largest exporter in the world. And yes. We don't want to lose that status. And, and if you're, you're going to eliminate fracking, eliminate fossil fuels, you know, ExxonMobil in the Houston area just laid off 1,200 workers. What What is this policy going to do? You know, they talk about, you know, repealing the tax cuts, you know, destroying energy sector jobs. Unbelievable. Uh, this is not going to bring the economy back. It's going to kill it
1: congressman lynn woolley here i'm concerned a little bit about the house and the senate as well hopefully you'll win mm-hmm. hopefully trump will win how do you see mm-hmm. the chip roy situation how do you see mj hager uh... and and john cornyn
3: well i think uh, I think cornyn's uh, john's dear friend for many years and he's up in the polls the president's up in the polls the president's gonna win texas and that that will help all candidates down ballot um, John uh, and I are uh, polling, I think, quite well, uh, so I'm confident. Um, And, you know, Chip, Chip, I was just with him at the Travis County Republican Party rally. He's got a tough race. I mean, it's going to be close. And, um, you know, he's, um, you know, with Wendy Davis, there's so much money pouring into that race. But, you know, even in my race, you know, this at Blue, you know, woke up one day, and my opponent's got a million dollars coming out of state from California and New York. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough when you have all this outside money pouring in a race that could, you know, I never thought the democratic party would nominate someone who's a self-proclaimed communist, but they did. And, and still they're supporting him and putting all this money of, into the race. So, you know, amazing
2: out of state money. Don't California, my Texas, whatever Congressman exactly. Michael McCall from the 10th congressional district. will let you get back out there after this rally today. Best of luck come Tuesday, and Godspeed. Appreciate you joining us.
3: No, thanks, Jim. Thanks. uh, You've got a great radio program, and come out and see us election night.
2: We'll do it. Appreciate you. Folks, Congressman Michael McCall from the 10th Congressional District of Texas running from North Austin over to Katy, as good an example as any race in the state about how this outside money, these outside ideas, running against a proud red diaper, baby, we got to take our first commercial break and come back, analyze the polls, analyze the late-breaking news right here on Talk 1370 and KSEV 700 with the Texas Insider Show. We'll be right back.
1: All right, a little spooky uh, music intro there on Halloween 2020, and what a year 2020 <laughs> has been. You know, Jim Cardle, in years to come, people are going to refer to 2020. It's going to be some kind of a pejorative. All right, Talk uh, 1370, is KJCE the right choice? Our call-in number, 512-643-5483. We invite you to call 512-643-LIVE and uh, also on uh, AM 700 KSEV in Houston, which will run on Sunday at 5 o'clock. For those of you sort of in the middle, you can hear it twice. All right, Jim, we talked a minute ago. Over 9 million people have voted now. We're setting all kinds of records. Governor Abbott extended the early voting by six days because of the pandemic. Yes, he did. Uh, do you expect a big election day? Because we're going to be here in the studio. We will. From 1 to 2 o'clock, courtesy of IBC Bank. And we'll have the first annual Jim Cardle, Lynn Woolley, Texas Insider, Be Logical Voters Special. Election Day Special. Love it. Love what it. Do Can't you, wait. Well, well, how nervous are you?
2: Oh, I'm nervous as a cat on a hot tin roof, as I think virtually most Americans, if not every American, is going to be at this point. We've got the polls coming out on a daily basis that show Joe Biden winning, but we all know that the polls are skewed. We all know that the polls were wrong four years ago. We all know that these massive rallies are power and show momentum and show enthusiasm. But what I think's going on here, Lynn is what we saw in 2016 on steroids. you got to remember, I'm looking at some of these numbers in pencil. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See
2: website for details. Pennsylvania, in North Carolina, Arizona, and Iowa, the Republicans have registered more new voters than the Democrats. And you got to remember that if you're newly registered, you're not in the the pollster's phone bank because you haven't been there before. So where Donald Trump turned out tens of millions of new voters. In, in Ohio and Michigan and various other places. It's happening right here in Texas. The key to remember is it's the habitual non-voter that is going to be turning out and then it's driving these record numbers in Texas and all across the country. I got to think that if they're coming back, and, and I'm talking about not after just two or three cycles. I'm talking about after 10 or 20 years they're coming back to the voting booth. What is motivating them? I think any fair objective analysis is going to say fear for this country and where the Democrats would be taking it. And they love this Yahoo who fights for them known as Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, we finally got an outsider in the White House, somebody who's A, not a lawyer, B, not Ivy League. Yep, Uh, Maybe he did go to the Ivy League, but I think he went to a business school. Penn
2: Penn State or Pennsylvania
1: Wharton School. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And and he signed a lot of paychecks and he employs a lot of people, as opposed to Joe Biden, who has been in the, the, the government service now for over 47 years. If we had term limits, he would have been gone 30 years ago. He was absolutely running out of gas at the end of that last debate, while Trump, who had just recovered from COVID, who is 74 and overweight which is a comorbidity, was running like the Energizer (laughs) Bunny. Speaking of Trump, let's uh, let's rack up cuts one, two, and three, gentlemen. Um, Does Trump have a plan for election night? Uh, Here's what uh, he told reporters.
3: Uh, We haven't made a determination. Uh, We have certain rules and regulations. You know, Washington, D.C. is shut down. The mayor has shut it down.
1: All right, so the mayor has shut down Washington. Unbelievable. Let's let's go to uh, cut two. Trump is not happy about this. Cut two.
3: The mayor has uh, shut down Washington, D.C. And uh, if that's the case, we'll
1: probably stay here or pick another location. Okay, so they may have to pick another location. You shut down Washington, D.C. Now, remember, Jim Carl, this is the mayor that had Black Lives Matter painted on the street there in front of Lafayette Square. I walked along that, that sign two blocks from of, the White House a couple of months ago. Yeah, about two blocks from the I'm White House.
2: I'm telling you, Lynn, this is just indicative. The press has been. I think history will show Donald Trump's best friend. They are absolutely the world's largest super PAC. They they have gone beyond simply being negative against Donald Trump. They are now openly advocating for a candidate who does away with the oil and gas industry, who wants to take America in the wrong direction. They are advocating and they are telling Americans how to act and how to vote. We don't. Re- respect that in fact we resent it but i'll tell you the most important thing that happened this week possibly and and it's indicative of what you're saying when donald trump goes to minnesota to rally yesterday and is told by the state's governor he cannot have the 25,000 people that have registered attend the event because of a made up covid idea that he can only have 250 and then he has 10 or 15,000 people show up anyway that is the type of thing that's going to push, at the last minute, voters in the state of Minnesota. By the way, why is Joe Biden
1: going to Minnesota yesterday? Mm, maybe, it's tells, as, uh, maybe it's not as locked up as he thinks. That I'd tells like me to, something. I'd like to ask you a little bit about the state-by-state, state, Mr. Carl. But before we do that, let's go to cut number three. This is President Trump, and he's talking about the states and which ones are looking good.
3: Florida is looking great. Florida is looking really great. Ohio is looking great. North Carolina is looking
1: fantastic, actually. We think Pennsylvania is looking fantastic, but that's a late vote. Okay, Uh, I think the Democrats are agreeing with Trump a little bit on Florida. You know, it's not a Mm -hmm. Hispanic state like Texas is a Hispanic state. Uh, You've got the Cubans. Tell us about the Cubans.
2: Well, people don't understand this, and it's only through my experience working with the american gi forum and some of the hispanic republican groups over 20 years frankly this has been a long time coming and the democrats here in texas are again trying to get their hopes up and trying to get texans to believe that this state is going to go democrat it's just a pipe dream but in 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 florida in particular people need to understand there's a big difference in the hispanic community. Between Hispanics that came from Cuba, which is the predominance in Florida, where they have fresh in their mind Fidel Castro and the communism regime there, and Hispanics in Arizona and New Mexico and Texas and other places that have come up from Mexico. Regardless, and in, in the poll show in Florida, Donald Trump's winning Hispanics 54% to 46%. That's unsurvivable by Joe Biden, number one. And number two, when you think about the the grouping of all Hispanics into a negative mindset. They resent being, you know, illegal immigrants or this, that, or the other, the DACA mainstream Hispanics. They are apoplectic about their reputation and their image being ruined by the bad apples. And they, I I talked to our friend Dennis Nixon on the way up here to the show this morning. And he told me that the, Republican Party in Laredo spent a thousand dollars in 2016 on Trump yard signs. A thousand dollars in 2016. This year they've spent eighteen thousand dollars on yard signs. Well, let's talk about
1: Trump. Hispanics for just a moment. They tend to be pro-life a little more than the Democrat Party is pro-life. And 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 when you talk about Hispanics and Blacks, you've got Ice Cube who has come point. out, Jay Z. Little, yeah. little, what's his name? Little Wayne. Little Wayne. And what's the other one? Uh, Q- Kanye t- 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 West. F- f- fifty. F- f- let me say it right. Fifty cent. F- he f- said, f- "I don't want to be twenty cent. I want to be fifty cent." This is a great point. This is Lynn. amazing because those are the people the young blacks are listening to. All of
2: America is waking up, and I've said for years. You and I have talked about it. Whether you're right or left, conservative or liberal, Republican or Democrat, you have got to be absolutely thrilled to see our nation citizens re-engaging and getting out there to vote. But your point to the blacks, all these guys, all these media stars, all these entertainment people, they understand what's going on here. And it's that they have been misused. They have been paid lip service. They have gotten no results from the Democrats, and they are waking up like nobody's ever woken up before All right. right now, Absolutely.
1: right at the end. And you talk about states. Let's go to uh, cut number four. Trump is going to be traveling, and here's what he had to say. Uh, we're doing a lot of traveling. We'll
3: be doing a lot of uh, rallies. We have some big ones.
1: Okay, well, that's short <laughs> and sweet. But look, have you ever seen anybody as energized as Donald Trump? The man is, is, is a machine and I have to tell you, I, I I was really wishing that that last debate had been two hours or even three hours. Biden was starting to lose it. He was. He was almost unconscious by the end of that. He made the biggest gaffe of the entire uh, presidential Campaign. season in, yep. in talking about shutting down the oil and gas industry. I mean, how in the world can Texas vote for him, Oklahoma, New Mexico? Well, New Mexico will. Hmm. Uh, I but don't I know. want to ask you, Jim Cardle, specifically— is this election going to hinge on Pennsylvania? Uh, it's not what I
2: think necessarily. It's what everybody else thinks. There is a way that Donald Trump can win the presidency without Pennsylvania.
1: How, but, how? How? I don't. How is that?
2: Well, he he picks up Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, and Arizona. And I'm not I'm not writing off New Mexico yet because of this Hispanic dynamic, because of this oil and gas. Do You know how much of the oil and gas industry is involved in New Mexico. It's huge. But here's the thing to just wrap up. The state of Pennsylvania has more oil and gas business in the city of Philadelphia. The Democrats are worried just like they were four years ago. Again, Donald Trump's going to go there four times in the next 48 hours. It's the only place that Joe Biden's going in the last two days of the campaign I think you people walk into the voting booth at the last minute, Lynn, as we've always said, they want to be with the winners. Who's got the momentum? Who's got the chance for peace? hope, and prosperity. It ain't Joe Biden.
1: Well, let's talk about that uh, when we come back, because uh, I think Trump definitely has the momentum. The problem is 60 60 million people have already voted. All right, (laughs) KJCE, talk 1370, the right choice. Jim Cardle and Lynn Woolley on the Texas Insider Show. Jim has a website. It's texasinsider.org. My columns are at wbdaily.com, my podcast at planetlogic.us. Call us at 512-643-5483. And we're back right after these words. Okay, well, we didn't start the fire, but here we are on KJCE Talk 1370 and KSCV AM 700 in Texas' largest city, Houston. We're number 11. That's not too bad either. Our call-in number, 512-643-5483. Find Jim at TexasInsider.org. Find me at WBDaily.com. All right, well let's, uh, let's hear a little bit from Joe Biden. We've got a lot of, of uh, Hunter Biden news coming up before the show is over today. Uh, Biden is out talking about this is a uh, gentlemen, this is uh, cut number five and Biden is talking about uh, I, this, this is uh, apparently his response to Trump on the coronavirus. Let's take a listen.
3: We don't cower, nor do I. never will we. Unlike Donald Trump. Will not surrender to this virus.
1: Now, wait, 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 Mr. carl yeah. you want to explain that to me? He's saying, unlike Donald Trump, we will not surrender to this virus. He's the guy that wants to shut the country down. Biden is the guy that wants to stop bars. Like, we've lost 6th Street almost here in Austin. Oh, literally, I mean, dead. For crying out loud. How does Biden get away with saying these things?
2: Well, I don't know that he is getting away. That's why we now see Donald Trump up 48 to 46 in Florida. We see him up 47 to 48 in North Carolina. His approval rating is according to Rasmussen and some other polls at 52%. And for Biden to be saying he's surrendered, and that's the other thing, when he has been out on the campaign trail, he's wearing these crazy sunglasses. I noticed yesterday that the backdrop didn't even have the Biden-Harris. It had some other message on it. I don't know that he's necessarily... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
3: Lucky?
2: they're losing their shirts they're coming to the holiday season they want something positive to be voting for and you don't get over the goal line to victory with a negative message about voting for somebody other than Donald Trump Biden's message just didn't isn't a winner at this
1: point okay you know what you've hit on something i put this on facebook last week i said when i hear trump at a rally it makes me want to stand up and chant, yes. USA, USA, exactly. USA. When I hear Biden talk at one of his rallies, it makes me want to cut my throat. Yeah. The world is over. There's nothing left for it. He is Captain Negative. And, then and, when, and, and, and Trump is out there with this amazing positive message.
2: And something that never gets talked about, but except on this show, and we've really got to fo- focus on this, or at least it's an important factor that Texas insiders will want to know. The Trump campaign has built over the last four years an absolute state of the art turnout machine. We've mentioned it before. Donald Trump has 50 plus million followers on Twitter. Joe Biden has 2 million on Facebook. The numbers are similar. Those are tenfold increases just on Facebook and Twitter. Then, every one of these rallies that Trump's held over the years, you sign up by going on your cell phone and RSVPing. And then you show up at the event, and they once you're there, people don't realize this, but your cell phone shows where you are, and if you've given them your telephone number, they know who you are, whether or not you voted or not, if you voted Democrat and Republican. And again, I looked at the results this week, in these rallies that Donald Trump is having of the people are Democrats in Michigan, in Minnesota, in Pennsylvania. Mm. 25 to 30% have not voted in the last 10 years. That's what I'm saying when we're talking about new voters that don't get picked up in polls coming out and voting. And then you put on top of that the fact, you know, just in Florida, you mentioned Florida the other day, do you know that Donald Trump's either contacting by phone or knocking on people's doors, over 1 million homes a week. 12 million voter contacts have been made in Wisconsin over the last six months. There's a 15 to 17 percent increase of voter turnout. If you've been contacted or had your door knocked on, you're going to turn out to vote. And the Democrats have, by and large, lived under their bed, afraid of the coronavirus,
1: they haven't been doing any door knocking Mm -hmm. and canvassing. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Jim, I think one of the themes of this election is the more Joe Biden talks, the more votes he loses. So let's let him talk a little bit. Gentlemen, clip number six. This is more on (laughs) Biden, uh, about Trump's handling of the virus. Let's hit it. Donald Trump has
3: waved the white flag. He surrendered to this virus. But the American people don't give up.
1: Okay. I, just, I, just, tell I, I, can't, I can't fathom this. This is exact opposite. It's it's Biden that's waving the white flag. Well,
2: let me explain it to you, Lynn. In the polls, what Joe Biden's reading is that this election is about health care and COVID, or it's about the economy and the nation's future. So he
1: wants it to be about COVID.
2: That's right. And, and the polls do show that people are worried. Some people, primarily they're Democrats, Primarily, that's the people that you see wearing face masks and, and sheltering in place, the self-imposed hibernation that we've had to place around the country that we're doing right here in Austin, for Pete's sakes. It's killing this nation. It's killing our American citizens. And that's I'm not just talking about the alcoholism and the drug use and the opioid and the depression and the divorce. I'm talking about our businesses. And what Joe Biden's doing is he thinks he's appealing to what's the most popular what may be the most popular and most important issue with a position that's going to turn people out. But again, you got to be voting for something to win, not voting against something.
1: Well, it's absolutely true. Now, we talk a lot, too, about how the Democratic Party feels about conservatives. You will remember that one Barack Hussein Obama said that we were bitter clingers, clinging to yes. guns and God. And then Hillary Clinton said, I could put all the conservatives in a basket of deplorables. Yep. Well, now we're chumps. Yep. We're chumps. Mr. Biden, tell us how we're chumps.
3: And we better get it done. We better get it done. And by the way, we don't do things like those chumps out there with a microphone are doing, the Trump guys. It's about decency. Look. We've got to come together.
1: Okay, so I tell you, we're bitter clingers, we're deplorables, and now we're chumps.
2: I'm telling you, the old line that came to mind the other day: "Those who don't learn from history are destined to repeat it." They are committing the same mistakes Hillary Clinton made four years ago. They are running the same campaign that Hillary Clinton ran four years ago. Not. Their candidate can't physically, with stamina, be keeping up with Donald Trump. He needs to be in Michigan. He needs to be in Wisconsin. Evidently, he needs to be in Minnesota, which is very curious since he was there yesterday. He needs to be in Florida. Supposedly, he needs to be in Georgia. This is the thing, that he thinks that COVID is the number one idea, and then he gets there and he goes off the cuff. So first of all, he's talking in a negative light. Then he goes off the cuff and offends... All the Trump supporters, not only the ones that have voted before, but most importantly, this is the type of discussion and commentary that is moving all these habitual non-voters to turn out this time. I saw a poll the other day by Mammoth: Sixty-five percent of Americans say that maintaining law and order is the biggest problem. We have problems in this country, and have you seen the number of people— on the tube and being interviewed at these rallies that say they are voting for Donald Trump because he's delivered on his promises. Well,
1: that's Amen. pretty ama- pretty amazing stuff. Now you talk about Joe Biden and all the negativity and, and the, the, he's a, a, basically a gaffe machine when he's off of the teleprompter. But I want to ask you about the Hunter Biden thing. There are three new stories yes. that I brought in. So let's start with the first one. Remember James Rosen, who is an investigative reporter on Fox? Absolutely. He's gone over to Sinclair Broadcasting. And he has a new report that the FBI opened an investigation into Hunter Biden in 2019 for money laundering. And Rosen interviewed Tony Bobulinski, the former business associate of Hunter Biden's, who claimed that... Joe Biden knew everything that was going on and that Joe Biden was the big guy. Not so, only Joe Biden but Barack Obama. Well, uh, well yeah. So is this damaging Biden in any way? Well, I
2: I agree with most folks who say it may not be something that moves people to go to the polls, but I do think it's a factor maybe like number 3 or 4 or 5 and we've posted numerous I've been trying to be careful not to do too much on our Facebook page, but you talk about this Tony Bobolinsky guy. He's a former U.S. Navy officer. He had—that's another thing that we haven't even mentioned. He, this big, huge interview with Tucker Carlson It was on amazing. Night. I saw every bit of it for an hour. It's been everywhere. No, he, no, no, no. It hadn't been on CNN. Well, that's true. I say it, on the internet, it's been everywhere. Yes. Not on the 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 media is just despicable. Again, as I said, they have become not just critical and critics. They have become advocates. And, and campaign machine for the Biden team. But this Tony Bobulinski is a former Navy officer. He had nuclear submarine and nuclear clearance. Now, if you have clearance from the U S government, you have had all your high school friends interviewed. You have had all your neighbors, your entire life interviewed. You are thoroughly vetted and you are squeaky clean as squeaky clean. It's going to be, this guy has got credibility and he was told By Jim Biden, who is Joe Biden's brother, all they have to have is plausible deniability, which is evidently a legal term. But when Joe Biden has looked into the camera and says, and people need to recognize this because his phrasing is critical, he says, I have never received a penny from a foreign government, that's because his son and
1: his brother are getting it all and then they give it to him. Exactly. Now, the second story, which I I don't want to ask you about because there's not that much meat to it, but just that a second Hunter Biden laptop has been taken into custody by the DEA. Here's the story I want to ask you about. During an interview with Iowa's KCRG on Friday... Former Vice President Biden said again, there's nothing to any of the smear stories about his son. My son, he said, is an honorable man. Now, I have prayed uh, for, for Hunter Biden. I yep. think he's a very screwed up, mixed up guy who needs some help. A lot of us are all needs... qualified for well, that. Well, but one. you don't qualify for anything like he does. The crack pipe and and, and uh, yep. I don't know if the uh, if, if the child porn, if he put that on that computer or if somebody else did. Child but, porn, Lynn. That has not but, been. But here's the here's the thing. You're not getting this on any of the mainstream media. So the people that watch CNN, read the Associated Press, they don't know this. So well, how, th- th- this is why I mentioned Donald Trump has fifty
2: six thousand face fifty six million Facebook followers. Joe Biden has two million. The same numbers with Twitter. They have built this machine where they know how to send messages to your cell phone. Their turnout machine is like nothing that's ever been built before. And just juxtaposo- ju- put that and compare that to what Joe Biden has. He has no infrastructure to turn people out. I think it's penetrating. It's a factor. It's just a uh, death by a thousand cuts, I think.
1: When we come back, we will talk about violence on Election Day Yes, or the prospect of violence on Election Day. It's been a subject for the Austin City Council, as well as probably most city councils and states around the country. Lynn Woolley here. Jim Cardle is to my right. Actually, I don't know. I (laughs) guess he's to my right. KJCE, Talk 1370, The Right Choice, KSEV, AM 700, Houston. Our call-in number, 512-643-5483, and we'll be right back. All right, ladies and
2: gentlemen, welcome back to the final quarter of this week's Texas Insider Show with Jim Cardle and Lynn Woolley. We're loving this election season, and the fact it's finally coming to an end here, as I imagine you are, on Talk 1370, the right choice in Austin, and KSEV 700 over in Houston. And Lynn Woolley, as you mentioned, there's a big issue about the crime Outlook here in a number of cities, including here in Austin. But another big issue coming up on this Tuesday ballot that people have been voting on is this crazy boondoggle of a Proposition A. And Gerald Doherty's good enough to join us, the Precinct Commissioner from Western Travis County in Precinct 3, who's been fighting this city council on wasting our taxpayer money. Gerald, we appreciate you joining us. And I just got to start out by asking how many times... Do we have to point out that spending billions of dollars on rail transit is the biggest waste of money for this city ever? Here's the most unbelievable
0: thing about this. The, the people that continue to want to make a, a run mm. at uh, the voters, uh, and this is a city of Austin. Okay. Uh, this is, I mean, if you live in the county, if you live outside the city, this is not... Something that you're going to get to vote on. Okay. Not that it won't necessarily affect you. I mean, because you'd probably be coming into town for your job, shopping, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, the first one that came to us was in 2000, and that was a $960 million light rail plan Okay. Uh, that, that fortunately, you know, we defeated. The next light rail came to us in 2006, and that was the red line. In the red line, Jim, quite frankly, I did not fight it purposely because uh, it was not, in the the scheme of things, it was not that expensive. And uh, they owned the rail line, so I said, you know what? Let me let them pass this so that people can see what rail will not do for them. Okay. And and, and in 10 years, uh, they have 1,500 riders now they are in a population of a million two hundred thousand plus people. Yeah. I mean, fifteen hundred riders is point uh, zero zero one. Yeah. I mean, if you round that, if you round that off, I think we learned in uh, early math that that's zero. Um, so but, you're, uh, you're
2: you're telling me that from the first one in two thousand being under a billion dollars. Now, this one's coming in at $7 billion, This and it's one of the most consequential transportation elections in decades. They've gone up exponentially. This is ridiculous.
0: Well, one of the really bad things about it uh, is that it is only the beginning of a plan that they want to put in place.
2: Yeah, this, is, this is not weird. a bond election, right? This is no, the first tranche.
0: This, is, this, this, this raises your taxes. By just the eight and three quarter cents, raises your taxes twenty percent. The city has already gone three point five percent above, you know, the effective tax rate. So that's the reason. If this thing passes, you get into that twenty five percent tax rate increase, and it's for every year from this point forward. Um,
2: okay, Gerald, so- I got to just ask you. Point blank, is there any way, shape, or form that one can justify this $7 billion plan for mass transit when everybody's Ab- going to be working from home?
0: Absolutely not. I mean, in, in 2016, four years ago, there were twice as many people that teleworked mm-hmm. than road wrote, than wrote public transportation. By the time we come out of this pandemic, that 8% is probably going to minimally, double. So you're talking about by that time by the time that they would actually get something out of the ground, there would be three, four, five times more people teleworking mm-hmm. than would that, that would take transit. I mean, Jim, rail is a nineteenth century product.
2: Amen. I mean I
0: mean it, it, it's like uh, horse the and landline. Buggy. Yeah. It's like the landline now. I mean and so, and, and here's the here's the really sad thing about all this. Capital Metro has been in existence for 35 years. This is not including their federal dollars that they get. The one penny has given them over $4.4 billion.
2: And what have, year, what have we gotten year, for it?
0: I mean, last year's ridership was the same ridership numbers that they had in 1990. So in 30 years, they have not grown ridership, and the population has doubled. So why would anybody think that, well, let, let uh, Cap Metro and the city of Austin build these three rail lines? I mean, let's not even talk about how ridiculous it is to put something underground under the city of Austin. Um, I mean, hey, the big dig in Boston, if anybody knows anything about it, started out, with the tunnel costing them, they, they projected $2.8 billion to build it. Today, it's up to $26
2: billion, uh, Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna mark Gerald Doherty a no and really appreciate you fighting this, Gerald, and sharing your thoughts here today on the Texas that'd be, Insider Show.
0: That would be great, Jim. And if you, hey, if you vote in the city of Austin and you pay city taxes, you need— vote against this thing so fast that it'll make people's heads
2: spin. Okay, Gerald Doherty, Precinct 3, thanks again for your 20-odd years of service. Appreciate you joining us today.
0: Thank you very much, Jim.
1: All right, so we'll see what happens with that, and that, of course, is to uh, utmost importance to people in Austin who are property owners, business owners, and taxpayers. Now, Jim Cardle Everybody is talking about what's going to happen on Election Day. Well, one Mm -hmm. thing that we know for sure is going to happen on Election Day through the courtesy of IBC Bank is that you and I will be sitting in this studio 1 p.m., to do our first annual, uh, I guess maybe this is annual, or maybe it's every four years, I don't know. What a!
2: am so excited, it, Lynn. It'll be
1: an election day special.
2: Yes, sir, and what an election again it is. Be sure and tune in from one to two o'clock on Tuesday, folks, election day with the Texas Insider. An election we've been waiting for For at least a year or two, an election like has never been seen before in the nation's history, will never likely be seen given all the dynamics. Whether you are frustrated with politics and ready for it to be over, which is the large majority, or whether you're a political animal and you want to know what's going on, this has been really something to witness.
1: All right, now let's talk about the Austin City Council, Uh, the the loony league, I guess we could call them. It's all... And this all is big, twin. This, this is, is just huge. something else. Four council members, Delia Garza, Jimmy Flanagan, Greg Kassar, and Natasha Harper-Madison, all part of the city's public safety committee, are talking about the Austin police, and they're talking about Chief Manley, and his failure to keep people safe. And they are demanding, even though they've defunded the police to some extent, yep. they are demanding that they keep people safe. Now, what kind of people do they want to keep safe? You know what they're worried about? They're worried, about, they're worried about the threat to Black Lives Matter and the threat to Antifa from so-called white supremacists. So I ask you, Jim Cardle, point blank, do we have a white supremacy problem in Austin, Texas?
2: I'll tell you, Lynn, it's, I'll answer it not by what Jim Cardle thinks, but um, just in the last couple days, the front page of the Austin Un-American Statesman had a big article about what some of these candidates who had already enrolled in the next cadet classes for the Austin police department. Now they've been told there is going to be no police department. We're growing as Gerald Doherty said by leaps and bounds, but yet the city refuses to do anything to ramp up and maintain a, a police force as well. So number one, this cadet, these cadet classes are and these, it's, it's, it's a subject of, of discussion. I'll tell you that much. Number two, there was an article about a month ago, front page of the Austin Statesman, talking about the changing face of Austin, and this answers your question. People don't realize nationally the African-American percentage of the population, according to the U.S. Sentence is, census, is between 13 and 15%. The changing face in Austin is that it's only 7 to 8%, but yet here we've got the tail wagging the dog. And as we talked to Michael McCall about it at the beginning of the show, this is a problem looking for a solution, a solution looking for a problem that doesn't exist. And I just don't get it. How can you defund police on the one hand and then come back? It's just so despicable yeah, and it's hypocritical. it's really
1: crazy. Very quickly. Ten second answer, if you will, because we're out of time. Do you expect violence in Austin if Trump wins, if Biden wins or either way?
2: I would hope not, but I have seen indications that that people are planning, the BLM folks, they are ramping up, and they have people getting in position for violence.
1: All right, we've got one minute to go. I want to ask you about uh, Sir Sean Connery. Woke up this morning to the news that Sean Connery, who defined the character of James Bond, has died at age ninety uh what's your reaction to that
2: oh who didn't love and didn't respect and wasn't a fan of sean connery i missed the like all get out the james bond films that we all grew up in the the iconic songs he was a scholar and a gentleman and i hadn't thought about this till right now but i bet you a dollar donuts he would have had enough sense not to engage in politics like so many of well today's. maybe not i just
1: saw well, him the other night we at the, at the mansion we watched indiana jones in the last crusade in which he played the elder jones we're gonna miss him we are gonna miss him folks we will see you on tuesday jim and i will be here live in the studio we'll take your calls we'll have a lot of interviews and we'll keep you informed on what's going on That'll put the plug in the jug for the Texas Insider Show today. I'm Lynn Woolley, the Secretary of Logic, saying be logical. And remember, you're either an insider or you're
2: not. Thanks, IBC, IBC
1: Bank, for the sponsorship.
2: Yeah, he's as dead as Julius Caesar.
1: What do you make of evil clocks that want to kill you? A super smart cow that moves once for no and twice for yes a radio station managed by the devil himself, or a heavenly doorway to visit your deceased friends and family. This is Lynn Woolley. You'll find all this and more in my new book, The Clock Tower and Other Stories. Order a copy now at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, or ABEbooks.com. The Clock Tower and Other Stories. Follow Planet Logic for more episodes of the Texas Insider Show and be sure to visit texasinsider.org. For columns by Ben Barrick and me, Lynn Woolley, visit wbdaily.com and check out amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, or abebooks.com for my new book, The Clock Tower and Other Stories. Find us online at planetlogic.us. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Planet Logic. Until next time. This is the Secretary of Logic, Lynn Woolley, saying be logical, take a stand, say a prayer for Rush Limbaugh, and God bless President Trump. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the
3: weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.